You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. The final Daily Roundup of the 2022 calendar year. Good show for you today. I'm going to talk about the biggest stories in Bachelor Nation for the year 2022. I'm going to talk about a screw-up I had yesterday in yesterday's Daily Roundup and, of course, a screw-up that I had in my Thursday podcast I've got an update from Alyssa Milano. You probably didn't expect that coming. We do have an official breakup with Pete Davidson and Erat, and maybe a little shade being thrown in the TJ Holmes, Amy Robach story. We'll get to that momentarily. As you know, for the month of December, we have had a title sponsor, and that is Earth Echo Foods. Say goodbye to processed chocolates forever. Get their Cacao Bliss Superfood Blend. Enjoy the incredible health benefits of chocolate without worrying about the side effects of added sugars and artificial ingredients. Earth Echo is offering up to 15% off your order for all of my listeners. Go to shop.earthechofoods.com slash realitysteve. Use the promo code realitysteve. If you don't remember the URL link, that's okay. Go to the episode description on any of the episodes. Click on Earth Echo Foods. It'll bring you right to the landing page. Buy whatever you want, and then at checkout, type in the promo code REALITYSTEVE for 15% off. All right, let's get started with this. The Sports Daily with Reality Steve has now hit your podcast feeds. I will be posting it in a couple hours. Um, I did a trailer episode. It's only two minutes long. It's just something to get people started, and then Monday, we're going to go live. And, um, I mean, it's live now, but it's just a two-minute, you know, kind of trailer uh, to kind of explain to people what it is. And then Monday, I'll be uploading it. The plan is your daily roundup. This daily roundup will always be at the same time, same thing, uh, sometime around 8 a.m. Eastern time, and then basically an hour later, is when the other one is going to post, when the Sports Daily is going to post. I'd say it's going to be up by 9 a.m. Eastern time. So we're going to do it that way. And like I said, um, it's completely separate. It will not show up in your Reality Steve podcast feed. I will include the link to it on my Twitter account. Every time it's up, I'm going to post an Instagram story of it that has a, a link to bring you right to the podcast. So once you get to the podcast, all you got to do is subscribe, and then you don't have to worry. It'll always appear in your feed once it posts. But yeah, it's all uh, it's all set to go. The music is set, the artwork is set and um looking forward to it. So yes, that is something that um like I said, it's a passion project. I think the other thing that I'm going to do the more that I think about it because I, it, it seems daunting, but I don't know. I got to get into it next week once I start doing it. But I'm going to be posting 11 podcasts a week, five daily roundups five the sports dailies, and one Thursday podcast. So it's going to be a lot. The sports daily and this podcast, the daily roundup, doesn't take me, It you know, like I said, it's going to be 20 to 25 minutes, and then, you know, on the back end to label it and all that stuff, get it uploaded, set the timer. Um, you know, it's probably, a, you know, going to be hour, hour and a half of work as opposed to half that when only had the daily roundup. But um, I think what I'm going to do for the Sports Daily is on Fridays, once I get rolling, I'm probably going to go the month of January and just do an episode every every day. 
But then maybe on Fridays I might do uh, bring in a friend of mine in the sports world that either worked with in the past or I'm a fan of. Some people I'll know. Some people I'll be like, hey, would you like to come on my podcast and just kind of co-host with me on a Friday? And, you know, just two people talking. I, I don't know. I have to see because I don't know if I'd be able to pull that off. I definitely want to do it on Fridays. <clears throat> I just don't know if I'll be able to pull it off every single Friday to be able to get a guest. I'm definitely going to have some, uh, you know, friends of mine. Uh, like I said, this is a passion project for me. And this is something that I want to do. And um, these people that I'm going to bring on know sports. And some of them have podcasts on their own that you might get turned on to by listening to them on mine. It's just a way to support my friends um, who uh, and and their work and, you know, turning you on to people that you may not have heard of any uh, before, whether they're on TV, whether they're on radio, whether they just have a podcast uh, or whether they're just somebody that knows sports and is a buddy of mine and wants to talk with me. So um, that or that I want to talk with. And uh, so, yeah, I, it's something I really am looking forward to doing. It's just like I, I want to start it on a Friday and then it's like I got to do every Friday or like no Fridays, you know, I, I just need to figure this out. If I can really think I could get somebody every week once I get into it and have a Friday guest, I, I can think of 10 off the top of my head. It's like, okay, that's great. There's also 52 weeks in a year. So it's like, okay, I'm, I'm definitely gonna have some repeat guests for sure. Um, I, I don't know. I just got to figure this out, but um, excited. It's going to start on Monday. So in a, in a couple hours, you will see me tweet out and you'll see me put on my Instagram story and probably my Instagram feed, uh, the logo and everything, the link to the trailer episode for the Sports Daily with Reality Steve. So look for that. Go to it. Click on that link. It'll bring you to that page and then just sub- hit subscribe and become a subscriber on that podcast. And then you don't have to worry about uh, you know trying to find it every day. So there's that. Um, I wanted to do one correction off yesterday's podcast. Total screw up on my end. What a shocker. I said to when I was talking about the challenge and I love the fact that when Olivia and Nelson were saying goodbye to each other, MTV was playing Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls in the background. And I said, you got to check out this video. It's from July 4th of 2004 in Buffalo, New York, where they performed in front of what seemed like 50,000 people. It was in downtown square in Buffalo. It was pouring rain. I mean, almost a monsoon and just one of the coolest performances ever. And I said, I would love to have been there if I could ever go back in time and go to a concert for someone like me who hates crowds like that. I don't mind being in crowds in a stadium or at a concert where I'm sitting or whatever, but just to stand in a giant crowd. No, not for me. I, I, I'd rather poke my eyes out with a pencil. So, but I saw that video and I always, I've always said like, God, if I could have been there, that would have been really cool. Great experience. Anyway, I was wrong on the year. The concert was 2003, not 2004. So, yeah, if you want to look it up, Iris, Goo Goo Dolls, Buffalo, New York, July 4th, 2004. So check it out if you'd like to. Um, And, again, I'll throw it out there. If anybody was at that concert that happens to be listening to today's podcast, uh, email me, steve at realitysteve.com. I would just be curious of what it was like to be there. And to experience that and how long you sat out there. Did it rain for their whole concert? Did it only rain on Iris? Because Iris, based on the video, seemed like their last song of the uh, of the concert. So let me know. Um, it looked like it was raining the whole day. and But these people really stuck it out. And, I mean, 
just just one of the coolest videos ever. It's also been viewed over a hundred million times. It's uh, it's very popular. Oops, not a hundred million times. See, what am I talking about? Forty million. Still a lot of views. Uh, forty million times. But yeah, Goo Goo Dolls, Iris, Buffalo, New York, July fourth, two thousand four. Check it out. So that is what I wanted to get started with in regards to the Sports Daily. In a couple hours, it'll be up. I'll post it. You can listen to the trailer. Like I said, it's only two minutes long. And um, and then we'll kind of go from there. Monday, um, we will be at it. We will have a daily roundup on Monday. And then an hour later, the, the Sports Daily will be up. When I'm record, I'm recording this right now, 11.30 at night. As of right now, when you do a search for the Sports Daily in Apple Podcasts, it doesn't come up. It's also it's I have found it because I have the actual link to it, but doing a search hasn't come up yet. So maybe that's because the show hasn't been on. It just got released, you know, yesterday. It just got posted yesterday. I don't know how that works, but that's why I say go to the link that I'm going to provide in Twitter and Instagram to get to the show because I don't think you can find it on a search just yet. It just hasn't been a podcast long enough. It's been less than 24 hours. So I don't know when that takes effect to where you can just type it in and go find it. But once I give you the link, just hit subscribe and you'll never have to go searching for it again. And then the other thing was um, I'm trying to, well, uh, we'll get to that another time. Anyway, so that's it with the podcast and yesterday's uh, screw up. And oh yeah, I, I'm sure at some point I'm going to call it Daily Sports. I did yesterday in the Thursday podcast for like five minutes. I was calling it the Daily Sports. But yeah, it's the Sports Daily. But I'm sure I'm going to screw that up numerous times uh, going going forward in the future. So one thing that Dave and I talked about yesterday in the Thursday podcast, if you listen to it, you heard me ask Dave Neal, hey, what did you think the biggest story in Bachelor Nation was? And I kind of threw it on him, and I didn't give it any parameters. And so he came up with, which was a really good one, the story when back in, I believe it was April, where that girl on TikTok claimed to have sex with Clayton. I was like, oh, wow, totally forgot about that one. But yeah, um, and remember, I was the one who spoke to her. And, you know, it was, it was was we were able to figure it out, but we didn't know for sure, for sure. I mean, Clayton was denying it, clearly, because he's going to deny it. But we didn't know for sure, for sure, until she posted a video and she got security camera footage. And I was the one who told her because she didn't even know, even though Clayton was saying, no, it wasn't me. She didn't believe him. It wasn't until I got on the phone with her and I said, show me the video. And she showed me the security video. And I told her, hey, that's not Clayton. I don't know what to tell you, but that's not him. And she's like, oh, so big story. But I think there's you got to break this down two ways when you talk about the biggest stories in Bachelor Nation because it's almost like you got to talk about the biggest stories off show and then the biggest storylines that aired when the shows aired. So for me, I came up with the four biggest off the show storylines for the year 2022. As I said on the podcast with Dave, mine was Greg and Victoria in Italy. It, it just had so many layers to it. It was it was fascinating there for a few days when we were just like we didn't know for sure. We had to go off the word of somebody on TikTok who couldn't provide any sort of picture or video footage 
And then we got a grainy picture of two people from behind and we didn't know. And then I got the video of them at the Trevi fountain where we could see their faces. And it was like, Oh shit, they are there. And it was all before they even taped the bachelor in paradise reunion. So she hadn't even had her, you know, television breakup with Johnny yet. It just, the whole thing was to me, that was the biggest story of the year off camera. I liked Dave's, the story about the TikTok girl claiming to have sex with Clayton while he was still engaged to Susie. That was a big deal. Um, I do think the Nate story of him dating someone for a year and a half and not telling her he had a daughter clearly was a big off-air storyline because it made it on air when Jesse Palmer asked him about it at the Men Tell All. So that clearly was a big story. And then I personally think the two women, Amy and Beth, finding out about each other while Aaron was in Mexico filming Bachelor in Paradise, and they're sending messages to each other and finding out, oh, he lied to both of us. I'd say that was probably another big story in the year 2022 for Bachelor Nation. Now, if we talk about stuff that happened on air, I was thinking, I was just going to take one instance. Like, what was the biggest story? Because three shows aired in 2022. Clayton's season, Gabby and Rachel's season, and Bachelor in Paradise. So I was like, okay, what was the biggest one from each? For Clayton's, I think the biggest story in Clayton's season had to have been the rose ceremony from hell. Had to have been. Like, I don't think anything topped that. It was so wonky. It was, it, it was obviously Clayton's worst moment and something that he's had to live with. And he got obviously a lot of hate for it and he suffered from it, you know, mentally. So it's not like I want to highlight this and be like, yeah, rose ceremony from hell. I'm just saying if we're talking about the biggest things that happened, clearly that was the biggest thing that happened in Clayton's season. And not only that, I mean, it basically set up your bachelorette season because they gave the gig to Gabby and Rachel strictly because of what went down at the rose ceremony from hell. I mean, you can't deny that. Now, as for Gabby and Rachel's season, I, to me, the biggest storyline was the Rachel Tino breakup and him cheating and us seeing that conversation during a happy couple visit. I, that was the biggest thing. And even though that was post-show, I just couldn't think of anything that happened during the season that was really all that big of a deal. I, I mean, there just wasn't a ton of drama. I don't think, you know, the guys having to choose which girl to go with. Eh. I wouldn't say that was the one of the, the biggest story from the Rachel and Gabby season. No, I it's got to be the breakup, right? Rachel and Tino having to watch that thing and just and just having it all fall apart for them after they get engaged. I, I'd say so. That had to have been the biggest thing. And then for Bachelor in Paradise, gosh, on air, jeez. I mean, it was sixteen episodes long. Again, I probably have to go to the end of that season, which is the Victoria breakup with Johnny and then start the relationship with Greg. I mean, that we still saw that on air. Yeah, I guess I'm cheating because that that doubled up. It was the biggest off-air Bachelor in Paradise story and the biggest off-air story to me for the whole year. But for Bachelor in Paradise, the biggest storyline probably everything that went down with Victoria, Greg, and Johnny. I just, I, I can't think of anything else that really stuck out. You had your dramatic moments here and there, and, you know, 
you know, is Brandon Serene getting engaged on Paradise the biggest storyline of the season? No, because there's always an engagement on Paradise. So I'd say that had to have been it. Um, I have an update, in case you didn't see this, from Alyssa Milano. Not that she, up, she contacted me or anything. But she posted on Twitter yesterday, and I don't know if you know this, but they were pitching and they had filmed, I think they had filmed or at least the pilot script is out there, to reboot Who's the Boss with Alyssa Milano, Tony Danza, I believe Judith Light's going to be a part of it. I mean, this is a show that was right in my wheelhouse in the mid-80s. Alyssa Milano was like the girl for me. I mean, that was my first, easily my first teenage crush. I mean, I'll admit, I think I've talked about this in the past. I'll admit it. I used to walk home from school and stop at the grocery store and look at all bop and teen beat and just flip through them at the grocery store. Never buy them, but just flip through them and just so I could see the latest Alyssa Milano pictures. Like, it was an obsession. You know, I was a huge fan of hers, loved Who's the Boss. Anyway, she posted this on Twitter yesterday, hashtag Who's the Boss update. I wish I had better news. At Amazon Freebie said they need to see more before they green light the sequel. Even though the script submitted is beyond hilarious. I'm hoping for the best, but financially, I need to pursue other roles this coming pilot season. So that's kind of bad news in regards to the Who's the Boss, I guess, sequel, reboot, whatever you want to call it. Um, disappointing to hear. I would have liked to have seen it. You know, is it going to be like. Knee-slappingly funny? Probably not. But for me, it's when I watch some of these shows that have rebooted, it's about the nostalgia factor and, you know, seeing actors and actresses and even television shows from my youth 20, you know, 30 years later. It's just cool. Kind of like when when Nano 2 and 0 did their reboot. Will it ever beat the original show? No, but it was really cool to see everybody back together again acting on a show, even if, even though we only got six episodes of it. I enjoyed it. I, I really did. So, yeah, I would have liked to have seen something like Who's the Boss get a sequel, reboot, whatever you want to call it, and it looks like it's not happening because Amazon is – they need more. So, I don't know. Um, it is official. Pete Davidson and Emily Ratajkowski are broken up. Well, yeah, because last Friday she was seen in West Village kissing another guy, but I, I guess the – Tabloids had to make it official yesterday by posting it, and it, and it was headline story and people and Us Weekly and I believe Entertainment Weekly as well. Man, real real tough, real tough break for Pete. You know, he uh, goes from Kim Kardashian to Emily Ratajkowski. I, I can only imagine who's going to be next and <laughs> how long they last if they do. But, I mean, do you really break up with someone when you were literally only seeing them for two weeks? I mean, I think it's more of, I don't know, this is, might just be semantics, but wouldn't you just say Pete and Emily Ratajkowski are not seeing each other anymore? Do you have to say break up? Because break up means you were in an exclusive one-on-one relationship with somebody, and I highly doubt that's what Pete and Emily were for the two weeks they were seeing each other. It's like they probably, you know, their people contacted their people, and they set it up. They went out one time, they liked each other, made plans to see each other again, they probably did, and then just realized this isn't going to work. So that's not, is that breaking up? I don't know. 
I might just, like I said, be getting into semantics here. But to me, he broke up with Kim Kardashian. Like, they were dating for nine months in an exclusive relationship. He wasn't dating. He wasn't in a relationship with Emily Ratajkowski. But what do I know? Um, a little bit of possible shade. I don't know if you saw this, but Andrew Shu, who is the estranged husband, ex-husband, I don't even know what to call him yet because we haven't heard anything from Amy Robach's side, but Amy Robach's, we'll just call him husband for now. Um, he has three kids from a previous marriage, and one of the kids, Nate, he's got three sons, Nate, Aiden, and Wyatt, and Nate posted an Instagram picture of him and his two brothers and his father, Andrew. Um, they were in Montana. And they were sitting on the porch, and he just captioned it, Riders on the Storm, on to 2023. Look, Amy was their stepmom, and it's not like I expected her to be in the picture. Clearly, she wasn't going to be because she's gallivanting around with TJ Holmes and Atlanta airports heading off to God knows where. But, you know, did that son have to post that picture? No, but I think it's... I to me personally that's a little uh a shot at Amy and just a little a little shade and nothing major cuz he didn't mention her name he didn't say oh we're all happy without you you know it wasn't anything like that it was just but to show you and your two brothers with your dad in solidarity hanging out at the ranch in Montana saying you know getting ready for 2023 whatever the case you know whatever the caption was um yeah it was shade it certainly was but I just think it's funny and um, good for them. And let's uh, let's just wrap up here real quick. You know, Monday we're gonna have a lot. I'm gonna have a lot more of this on the Sports Daily, but college football playoffs are here. It's it's weird because it, a month has gone by and <laughs> they're here. TCU, Michigan, Ohio State, Georgia tomorrow. I can't wait. Um, you know, if you want predictions, I don't know who's going to win. I really don't. I'd like to see TCU win, and this isn't some sort of Texas homerism. Hell, I went to SMU my freshman year before I transferred, so it's not like I'm, you know, Mr. TCU, and um, I don't live in Fort Worth. I've never lived in Fort Worth. I just think they're a good story. I think they're a good underdog story, and I like when smaller teams like this get to the big stage. I just want to see them do well, and if they can pull it off, that'd be great. Um. But do I think ultimately they'll win? Probably not. Um, point spread-wise, I'm not even going to touch it. I just I don't want to bet either of these games because I want to just enjoy them. I do think Ohio State has a chance, and I know a lot of people will be like, oh, my God, what are you talking about? They got blown out by Michigan, and Georgia blows everybody out. Yes, that's true. But two things, in my opinion, kind of working against Georgia. Number one, it's very hard to repeat. We have not had a repeat national champion in college football gosh, since I probably should have looked this up, but it's been a while. It's not easy to repeat. Number two, yes, Ohio State got blown up by Michigan and they've lost to Michigan two years in a row. However, that game kind of got out of hand in the fourth quarter. That was a one-score game going into the fourth quarter, and then Michigan just broke through Ohio State's defense with two long touchdowns. It's not like they marched up and down the field for four quarters and decimated them. They didn't. Now, the yards ended up being a lot more. They piled up a ton of yards because, yeah, their last two touchdowns, I believe, were both over 70 yards. So that's 140 yards of offense in two plays in one quarter. So um, 
just don't forget that. Ohio State was in the game the whole time until the fourth quarter when the dam broke and Michigan had two big plays. So I think Ohio State can beat them. And if you're, you know, gun to my head, who is going to win this weekend? I'm going to go with Ohio State and Michigan. And that's not to say Georgia sucks and, oh, my God, Georgia, you Bulldog Nation, you know, forget it. You, your, your dynasty's over. No, it's nothing like that. I'm just – because, trust me, I know how college football works, especially SEC fans. I get it. I guarantee there's going to be people in my inbox today saying, you're crazy. How, do you, how in the world do you think Ohio State's going to beat us? And, shit, Georgia might beat them by three touchdowns. I don't know. But my opinion is I think Ohio State's going to win. I just get a feeling that they're going to win. I don't know how <laughs> their defense isn't nearly as good as Georgia's, and that's probably the biggest thing in this game is that usually the better defense does win, and Georgia clearly, clearly has a better defense than Ohio State this year. But I don't know. Something tells me Ohio State getting back in and thinking their season was over after losing to Michigan in terms of not getting a chance at the playoff and then getting this second chance, usually I think in the past has worked out well for teams who – didn't think they were going to make it in and got in and then had a good showing for themselves. So I just, I, what I don't think is that this is going to be a Georgia route. I don't think that's going to be the case. I really do think Ohio State keeps this close, and I think they have a chance to pull it out at the end. Will they? We'll see. But um, gun to my head, my picks would be Ohio State and Michigan, and we get the rematch for the national championship on October 9th. October 9th, January 9th. So we'll see. Um, good luck to all, all everybody that's a fan of all four of those teams. I hope we get two great games, and I'm looking forward to it. College football playoff is going to be outstanding. We only have one more year of this, and then we go to the 12-team playoff, which I am just drooling for. I cannot wait. So anyway, thank you all for listening. The final Daily Roundup for the year 2022. I can't believe I've done this every day outside of Saturdays and Sundays since July 11th. We're going to keep this going starting on Monday, 11 podcasts a week, five daily roundups, five sports dailies, one Thursday podcast. It is going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to get into this. Thank you all who have supported. If you want to go over and listen to that other show, the daily, uh, the <laughs> I, I already did. See, I already did it. If you want to listen to the Sports Daily, I'll have the link to that podcast up on my Twitter and my Instagram feed and my Instagram stories tomorrow or today, later on today in, a, in about uh, a couple hours. So look for that. If you want to follow, by all means, do that. If you just want to stick with the Daily Roundup and you know your pop culture and your Bachelor news, by all means, I totally understand that as well. But um, thanks to all those who have supported. Thanks for all those of you who who purchase stuff off of the ads that I post that keeps these things going. I really appreciate it. And that'll do it for the year 2022. And Steve, don't do it. Steve, don't do it. Steve, don't do it. I'll talk to you next year, everybody. You know, you get it next year. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. And I will talk to you next year. See you.